Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless... Did you want to do it? Yeah. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. That was a very spirited and good intro, Natasha. Do you work in broadcast? Uh, no, but I, I do do some commercial work. Yeah? What's the latest commercial you did? I was on a Super Bowl commercial. That's right, for the Planters Peanut. Finally, your two greatest passions come together, peanuts and football. I will say, football is something I've never understood. And I realized the other day, is it the only sport where they don't have a female version? There's not female football. Um, and I think that's why it's the lowest sport. Because there's not females giving each other only cognitive men, <laughs> traumatic brain injury only men would do it there's female flag football they in fact one of the super bowl commercials was of a woman playing flag football oh i saw that that looked kind of hot actually do you know what i found out recently about football what that they don't have a um a pipeline to for new nfl players as much anymore because all the parents very wisely are realizing that uh football tackle football creates cognitive brain injury and they're not putting their kid in Pop Warner anymore. So there's not going to be any more football players uh, in 30 years. Oh, no. You know what else is? That's awful. You know what else is that's true about? Oh, are you an anti-sports person? Also, it feels very American football. It like, is very Only American. Americans would be dumb enough to like let their kids be like get head injuries. I don't know. Have you heard of rugby? Yeah, that's English, right? Yeah, they don't, have, they don't even have pads. Are they are they throwing balls at each other's heads? They are throwing balls at each other's heads. It sounds like you know the game of football pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. I remember dating a football player. You and dated a football player? I like no. I like cheated on someone with a football player. Where did you find this football player? In my high school. Oh, you you cheated on someone with a high school football player? <laughs> so maybe I'm biased. What position did he play? Whatever, like, was the hottest guy. That's quarterback. Yeah, he was a quarterback. You got with the high school quarterback. Yes. What? <laughs> I did. Is that true? Yes. That is so ironic and weird, to be honest. So maybe that's why Do I don't like the game. you want to know why it's ironic and weird? Why? Because I also, uh, I did. I slept with a number of women in the football sort of organization. The cheer, Oh, the cheerleaders. <laughs> you did not. I fucked the entire cheerleading squad no at cheerleader Oakland cheerleader would have dated you in those... Those wide leg pants you used to wear. I didn't have wide leg pants then. I, that was that was uh, after high school. This was when I was in high school at Oakland Tech, my final high school before I, I got my GED. Um, I slept with every cheerleader at the, every bulldog, they were called, the, the te- Oakland Tech Bulldogs, roof, roof. Well, I never, it was very off brand for me to 
sleep with the quarterback. How was it? Um, was it passionate? No. No. No, I realized that, uh, oh, right. This is why I don't like football players. You realize this is why I don't like football players? Well, we just didn't quite like have a lot in common. You and the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, because you were like in musical theater? Yeah. And listening to Morrissey? <laughs> yeah. And he was into like... Football. Passes? Yeah. Wait, why is the quarterback the hot one all the time? That's just the way it is. I don't know. He's why? the leader. He's the leader of the pack. Uh, you ever seen Top Gun? Top Gun Maverick? Here's the problem with movies. Okay, you don't want to answer that question? Top, are you ta- was Top Gun Maverick the one that just came out? Mm-hmm. No, Moshe, I've never seen that. Well, it's all about the leader of the pack. Is the first Top Gun about that? It is as well. And both of them are Maverick. Have you noticed that movies that, as a parent, movies you think about from the 80s that you think would be charming to show your kid, then you show them to them and you're like, what? I do, do, did not remember this movie. Gremlins you're talking like about? Like last night we played Gremlins. Yeah. for Because my our daughter was like talking like I was like, are you a Gremlin? She's like, what's that? And then She I talks like, a bit like a Gremlin, doesn't she? And then I played it for her. I played her the... the um, the, the the whatever it's called the trailer the trailer she's like oh this movie must have just come out because this is the trailer i was like yeah because anytime there's like a movie from the past i try to show her because it's just edited more slowly and i feel like it's better for her brain so i played it for her last night but there was like a mom walking around with a knife i mean it was not good what do you mean there, that's evidence that it's not good no it just was like scary like i don't remember it being like a horror movie when did you turn into for, first of all you didn't remember gremlins was a horror movie i thought it was like Ewa, I don't know. I was thinking like, oh, they're just cute little things. How did you become like a church mom? I don't understand. A oh woman with God. a knife and a... Well, a 10 a, minutes a, before bed, a, it's a like... A puppet. Ah, ah, ah. An unbelievably unrealistic puppet going like, <laughs> me feed me after midnight is like too much trauma for you to expose our child to. It was to. definitely funny w- what they looked like because they truly looked like stuffed animals. Well, like Steven Spielberg was maybe like holding up a <laughs> stuffed animal. You think he that's was doing the puppeteering? Bad, that's how bad like things used to look i showed our um our child recently nightmare on elm street Mm-mm. yeah and she kind of liked it honestly you did not i did well you were out of town i did yeah she thought it was funny she's like freddie is freddie coming to get me did you really show her that Moshe? no I, I i did but i she was like is freddie gonna get me in my dreams am i gonna die if i die in my dream daddy and i was like this is probably just a movie like that's kind of a fun game that i play with her like sarcasm you know that she doesn't quite get so i go it's probably just a dream freddie might not kill you tonight and she thought it was so funny um that she kind of like went still and stopped talking for a while and was like shaking like she was cold it was kind of a fun area all right well speaking of fun areas why don't we take a call that sounds like a great idea our first caller this afternoon evening wherever it is whatever whenever it is that you're listening is none other than than jeff jeff none other than jeff from ontario hey tosh yamosh you want to know i just had the most frustrating thing happen to me i found out that i was subscribed to girls with armpit hair that fart.com for over five years and i haven't checked that site out in at least a week and a half Oh, good for you, honey. But now I canceled it. I'm saving money. Listen, laugh if you want, but I just unsubscribed to maybe 20 different things I had no idea I was subscribed to. How did you find out? How did you unsubscribe? From Rocket Money. Rocket Money. They've saved us so much money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Yep, the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Think about that. If you think you've only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. Because with Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel those unwanted bad boys. Yeah, you know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like, I was subscribed to two different Criterion channels. I had two different passwords. And how many of the movies did you watch? Uh, Half of Claire's Knee. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon. That's rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon. Rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Now, you're a dank smoker, right? I like a little bit of dank. Now, have you ever smoked so much dank that you get a little too... Danked up? Yeah, a little too danked out or up, either one. Uh, yes, and that's why I like to choose dad grass. Basically, 
it's weed that you smoke that doesn't get you too stoned because it's low in THC, high in CBD. It mellows you out without frying your freaking brain, reefer madness style. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in an euphoric mood. They got flour. They got joints. They got gummies. They got tinctures. And right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. Go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. Now, do not go to daddank.com because that doesn't exist. Jeff, what's happening? Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's up? Hi, lot of cork going on behind you. Are you some sort of animator, illustrator? What's your deal? Oh, uh, yeah, I do like freelance stuff. I've done some podcasty stuff. Ah, you're a man after my own heart. Wait. I've done some podcasting stuff too. Wait, that's why you sure. have cork? For sound. Do you have, like art? Like I've done the art for like a few people's podcasts. Okay, you don't want to drop any names, huh? I don't know. I feel like if I do it, I'll reveal myself. Okay, don't reveal really yourself, bad. but reveal your emotional life. How can we help? Um, I have been seeing a girl for a couple months and I'd like to break it off, mm. but I've never done it before. You've never broken up with someone? No, I know. It seems I've usually been the dumpy. Mm. I see. And okay. How have you, what's the best way you've ever been dumped? The be- uh, people usually do it through text. Well, That's your favorite way of being dumped? I think maybe just because I prefer that's the way I'd like to do it. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the most pleasant way I've ever been dumped. Well, it didn't feel good, but I did like the strategy of slowly stopping contact with me until I was left in a state of sort of confusion and yeah. kept texting her saying, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And she never spoke to me again. There's a few things that yeah. you absolutely should not do. One is have sex with them one last time. Oh, that's good. Um, which makes it hard to see them in person if that it ends up like that. So I think that a phone call is maybe a nice middle ground um, between text and seeing them in person. I got to say, and maybe this is just me and Jeff really connecting on a dick to dick level. uh, I... I would always prefer a text. What? Always. No, Moshe, you're, I'm sorry, you're just showing your immaturity. Well, I could be. I, I, I'm just Would you saying, like me to tell you that I'm breaking up with you through text? To divorce me through text? I yeah. think it's a slight different thing than <laughs> Je- old Jeff over here, the, the podcast playboy, just ending something that's been going on for a couple months. Here, let, hear me out. Hear me out. Here's why. I don't want to deal with the awkwardness of being rejected in real time. I want to be rejected and have the space to go retreat and process the information um, without having to like sit on the phone and go, oh, well, this is pretty sudden. Jeff, uh, I thought thought we had something good going on. That that whole process sounds awful to me. It is awful and it sucks. And like, but here's the thing. If If you break up with her via text... She's going to tell all her friends that you broke up with her via text and that's going to make you look bad. And I just think like a phone call. I got a great idea. What? How about this, Jeff? How about this? An email in which Mm. he breaks it off with her. Email works. He breaks it off with her. But in the email, he says, if you need, if you would like to talk about this on the phone, Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that. And to talk through this with you, if you need some closure or some version of that. This whole idea, by the way, Jeff, I don't know if we talked about this before. I'm sure we have. This whole idea of closure, it's such bullshit. I just reject that whole... You think she's going to be heartbroken, Jeff? Or is she going to be like, bye, Jeff? Tell us the highlights of the relationship. How long has it been? Why are you breaking up? That kind of thing. Yeah, it's been like two, uh, maybe like three months, two and a half, three months. Okay, not long. Like. No, like things were fu- like really fun at first, and we were like, there was like I felt like there was like some substance, but now it just feels like it's like gone to like just talking about how like we like each other or whatever. It's like or that, that's what it was at least. We get it. There's someone else you want to fuck. No, really, I wish there was. <laughs> There's not. There's nobody. 
There's nobody. You just feel like there's there's doesn't feel it feels like there's no there there. Like you're kind of like, oh, I I can't imagine myself sitting around with this girl. Like we just maybe you just don't have enough in common, you know, and I think that I don't I don't think you need to tell her any of that. Do you guys have plans to see each other in the future? Yeah, I'm supposed to see her on the weekend. And does she check her email? No, we like text like daily though. Like I've kind of been like backing it off a bit. I don't think do an text. email. If you're if you're a daily texter, I don't think an email is gonna do. What you about know, a text that says, "Hey, do you have a second to talk?" And then, I mean, have you guys ever talked on the phone? I know you're young. Yeah, we you know, I, we have. You have. Okay. You know what a phone is, right? Like you know the function of the phone where you can actually hear the person's voice and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I got, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Here's an here's an addendum. I'm really urging you to t- to speak with them. I think so. If you're daily texters, I think the thing is you might have to you might have to make the phone call. And 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 I think Natasha's idea of sending a a a, a pretext saying, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something. Do you have some time to talk on the phone?" So that she's not blindsided. So that she's ready. You know. And like yeah, yeah. with that, like maybe a video of you swiping through tinder like Aww. like as a, for context so that she can prepare herself wait hold on though let's yeah. let's see here like all right let's do a little bit of role play okay. now if you say to her uh she's like yeah i can talk in five you call her say so natasha will be your girlfriend okay yeah so okay. Let, let's see what you're gonna say and i'll be her husband okay okay yeah. <laughs> okay some cuckery hello hi Hey, oh, I miss you, honey. I love you. Oh, that's great. No, don't say that's great. <laughs> Jeff, you're out. You're out, brother. He needs a script. Oh, that's great. Um, Listen, I don't think this is working out. Okay. Here, you just have to say something like, listen. I need I've to been, talk to you about something. I need something. to talk to you about something. Once say, By the way, once you say I need to talk to you about something, your work is done. You've already broken up with her. Yeah. I've been thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah. this. I've been thinking about us. And I am feeling like I am not feeling, can he say ready for a relationship or is that a lie? Cause I always go to lies, but I do think you need a script and you just need to keep repeating the script. And then you need to allow silence on the line. Natasha's theory is never tell a truth when a lie will do. <laughs> and um, that's mine too. I don't think that you need to tell a lie here. This one's easy. Well, you don't, you don't want to say the truth, which is like, I think that you're kind of like, Right. What not do they say? Deep. Honesty, w- when not cu- coupled with compassion, is brutality. So all you have to do is be as honest as you need to be, mm. but without uh, all this like um, wishy-washy language to preserve feelings, just allows the person to have a little nugget of hope. With the vagary of language, mm-hmm. they can grab onto it and go, "Oh, maybe." So instead of saying like, "I'm just not really ready for a relationship," they get to hear, "But maybe someday I will." You just say something very simple, like, "Hey, listen, I need to talk to you about something serious." I'm, I think you're a great person, but for me, this it's this isn't working for me right now, and I just don't feel like I'm compatible to date you right now. Is there someone else? No, I just need to be single. Well, what about, weren't we going to hang out on Saturday? We could still hang out as friends. I'm, I just feel like that's not a good idea for me, and I'm going to say... Well, but you told me that you liked me. I did like. I do like you. I think you're a great person, but I don't feel romantically toward you right now. What do you mean romantic? I just don't I need you to get your shit and get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like there, you got to be prepared for uh, some back and forth. I don't know this girl's personality. Sounds like she doesn't really have one. But, um, you I, know, I just think being clear, you know, hey, it's me. It's Jeff. It's Jeff, the podcast uh, producer, uh, art man. You know me, baby. It's me, old Jeff. And you just and I just keep- want you to know that I've had such a nice time with you. But the more I think about us as a couple, it's just not quite working for me. It's nothing to do with you. And just it has to do with the way that I feel. And I feel like it's not going to work. And I would love to go to go forward and just have pleasant memories of our relationship. The whole thing about friends. I mean, it's just like nobody. You could try to not say that. And then like, also, don't be afraid to stop talking. Because it's it is, like I said, there's never a good time to do a bad thing. She's going to be upset. She's going to say stuff. She might get mad. She might hang up on you. She might start crying. She could do anything. You know, she might like hold you to something you said. She might be like, well, we already bought tickets to blank, you know. So I think you've got to allow yourself to do just what you're doing now. Just breathe. 
Wait for her to finish talking. Be okay with a little silence because that's my thing. I'm, I'm always afraid of the silence. So I'll be like, oh, but, 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 but wait, I guess we'll be friends or I'll, I'll still fuck you or whatever it is, you know. But I think that you just have to be strong, write it out beforehand, make it very simple. And, and I think the thing to repeat is just, yeah, it's just like, I think you're... Uh, you know, it has nothing to do with you. I, I just, I, I'm just not. Even that's not quite true. Right. I just feel like being honest without oversharing. What are the three things he can just repeat? That this isn't working for me. I don't think we're compatible. And why? I, I because it's just the way that I'm feeling right now. I, I just don't. I don't feel that way about you anymore. And that's just. Don't blame it on the pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit late to blame it on the pandemic. Wait, hold on. Our producer has something to say. Oh, Laura's chiming in and saying, our producer has some thoughts here. She says, don't say the words right now. And I think she's right. Because then they're like, okay, what well, about right later? can I give you two weeks? Right. So I, 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 you know. Did you watch that on a TikTok, Laura? Don't say right now. <laughs> no, but I think here you were talking, Natasha, about what, what your weakness is, which is not, not wanting the silence to be there. Which it's going to be because it's going to be awkward and she's going to be taking it all in. My weakness, and I'm betting it's yours too, Jeff, because I feel like all guys share this who aren't total sociopaths, is I want to be able to do something emotionally difficult but not be thought of as an asshole. Like that's my obsession. I don't want anybody to think I'm one of the bad guys. But I'm doing a thing that's going to be difficult. And so my whole, that's the reason I feel like a lot of people do this equivocating language when they're breaking up is not, it's in order that they can leave while the person will still think that they're really nice. And the truth is there's a way to be nice without being uh, disingenuous. And I think that that way is to just be really clear, like this isn't working for me. I'm not feeling romantic and I just feel like we should end things. But I think you're great. Without any like little teasy kind and of, and she starts crying, and you say, "I'm sorry," but you don't. You try to resist the urge to say, "I'm here for you if mm -hmm. you need me," because I'm not here for you. Because here's the thing: this phone call is about me not being here for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing: you're so cute, and it's what's best for her. It's what's best for you. You could totally draw this out for three more months. That is the way that I always think about breakups. By the way, I'll, Go I'll ahead. do it six years. That's usually my play. That's bad. I'll just sit her. I'll I, just I always think of breakups in this in the same way, which is like you're doing them a favor. You are getting rid. Don't of, say this. No, but this is something to think about when you approach it. You are getting rid of a barrier to them finding their ultimate destiny by getting out of their way. So there is nothing inconsiderate or uncool about breakups, no matter when they occur, no matter when they happen. I mean, you can. There is some kind of bad timing like maybe not right as they're about to receive like their academy award or you whisper in their ear like <laughs> i don't think this is working but like there's never a good time but it's always good for them to get out of their life because you don't like them would you want to date someone that didn't like you no it's a waste of your fucking time and life energy you would yeah. jeff's like i would and, i would and you can just smile <laughs> and, and yeah, maybe. maybe you can just repeat i'm sorry it's, it's just not working for me like not every time she me. comes she's going to come at you like five different ways possibly so it's like instead of being like well have a different thing for each thing you can just keep repeating like i'm sorry it's just not working for me and do you uh, think you can do it or are you going to send a text instead i'm just going to text her no <laughs> i'll do it you know no, what you, you should because here's today. no but here's what'd you say Maybe not today. Well, no, here's the today. Thing. Look do at it that. today. Look and at that wry smile. He's on so Jeff. cute. He's going to find thing. somebody else. Do it today because if you look at your time, it's probably going to be like a five minute phone call. She's going to be pissed. And a text, you're going to just go back and forth texting all day long and there won't be any closure and I, you'll do screenshots and ask friends what you should say. And I can't believe you did this via text. We've been together for so, you know, it's like, why not just nip it in the bud? It's not in person. In person, now that's hard. Okay. Because you can't look at your notes. You can't laugh. You can't roll your eyes. You can't do your thing. Does you he can't need to clean. make notes? I'm just saying what I would do. Okay, because I, here's what I was thinking. It's a cheat sheet. There is a text you should send, and it's a text that you should send. I would even encourage you to send it right now on the podcast. Ooh. It's a text that you send where you say, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Do you have some time? You don't, if you, what if she texts back, are you breaking up with me? Then he writes back, let's talk. Or, or he yeah. writes back. Because what if he that, could get out of the phone call? Then he writes back, that is what I want to talk. <laughs> no. 
then he and then he writes back. I'm trying that is, to get him out of this phone call. Then he writes back. That is what I want to talk to you about. I mean, honesty isn't bad, but I think sending the text that puts you on the hook because if you wait. It's just so uncomfortable. I could see you get into the weekend, just be like, oh, I'll just hang out with her. And then you sleep with her again. And now you're a bigger dick. You send the text and then you're, you're, you put yourself on the hook. And then you're back on the market, baby. Yeah. With that smile <laughs> and those art, art skills. Oh, somebody's going to snatch you up real quick. Natasha's called you cute like 17 times during this call alone. He's so cute. That's 18. Oh. We're up to 18. Listen, dump her ass. Yeah, dump her ass. For the for her for her sake, and give her a call. Do it. Don't don't text her. Just because that's what everybody else does doesn't mean that's what you should do. And like no no girl's gonna get sympathy from her friends by saying like, can you believe he called me and broke up with me? But like texting, it just sucks. You know, it's like it's like a robot's broke up. It's like AI or something. I will tell you though, for personally, I'd take a me. I'd take a text breakup over a phone call any day. That's because you've never had a relationship. I'm in a relationship with you. Yeah, and you would not want me to text. I wouldn't want you to call me either. If you called me, what would would you prefer? Um, for you and me. Yeah. Probably two attorneys. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'd prefer, and I get cutie. All right, Jeff. Good luck. She's she's on her deathbed. All right. Let us know how it goes. Stay in touch. Tell us everything. All right. Cool. Okay. Let you know. Thank you guys. Okay. Good luck. He is cute. And that makes me angry. I can't believe you're telling people to text break up with me. I didn't say that. I said very clearly, I would prefer it. In a two-month relationship, I would prefer a text breakup. Because I don't need your help to get closure. That's an illusion that people tell themselves in order to in order to reestablish connection. That whole thing where they go, I want closure. What they what they really want is another conversation with the person. If I need closure, I can find it on my own. I don't need some other person to give me closure. What's wrong with me? I'm incapable of finding closure on my own. What if the person got hit by a train? Then what do I do? I wander through the wilds of the earth. Here's the the problem with your idea. Is not my idea. It's my preference. Your preference, like when you're looking at it from someone else's situation it kind of seems like you know a lot of times when a guy wants or anyone wants to break up it's not a guy anytime anyone wants to break up with someone it's a lot of times the other person really likes them so she might and that might be one of the reasons why they want to break up because he even said she's always like i love you so much so she might be like a little fixated on him and we've all been there absolutely so Anyone who's having these kind of feelings for someone and they're feeling it so much. Like I remember dating guys and I was like, I hate the day. I just wanted it to be nighttime so I could see them. Like that's how that's obsessed how you feel about me? I was. No. And Ow. that's how obsessed I was. So quick on the draw with the no. So it is more hurtful to hear them say it, but a text just makes you feel like, wait, is my whole life a lie? How could this just be? How could they do this so easily? I don't understand how the phone call helps me. Me. I wouldn't want it personally. I hate that conversation whether I'm like un- uh, unwilling to accept the reality I've arrived at, but I'm, tr- and I'm trying to negotiate silently. I mean, how undignified. Maybe a letter. A you, know letter. How, you know how I've been broken up that was really pretty? Anytime you get a letter these days from a lover, you're getting broken up with. A card with a beautiful poem or message, and then they're just like, goodbye. Bye. <clears throat> so it's like a Robert nice, Frost poem and then the word bye written underneath it in crayon. Well, from 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 quarterback Steve. Then you have something to remember it by. Did the quarterback break it off with you? No. He didn't do a clean break. No, he didn't I had, say I had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Oh, you stayed with the boyfriend? Yeah. Did you ever break up with him? No, Moshe. He's still my boyfriend. <laughs> How did you do it? Well, that guy I dated for a really long time, like five years or something. How'd you break it off? He eventually ended up breaking up with me. How'd he do it? Uh, he started dating another woman. Mm. You talk a lot of shit about how much experience <laughs> I do or don't have in the dating field, but a lot of yours is really um, uh, littered with infidelity and um, unhealthy situations. So yeah, I'm kind of called, ahead of the game. It's called experience. It's called toxic experience. Well, and whatever it is, it's, it's experience. Well, Natasha, I'm impressed. And I hope you and Jeff have a long and beautiful future together. <laughs> Thank you. Should we do another call? Uh, Yeah. Hi, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Now that we have a child, have you ever thought about what would happen if we both perished in a fiery car accident? Every day. And our child was sitting there going, where's my money? Well, 
Might I suggest getting a life insurance policy to get that child paid? And might I suggest if you do it, do it with Fabric Life Insurance by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric's new lower prices could mean potentially significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. My dad just died. He left me life insurance. And you know what? I'm rich now. (laughs) You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. The people that brought you baby food are now bringing you life insurance. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Meet fabric.com slash honeymoon that's meatfabric.com slash honeymoon here we go oh sorry that's meatfabric.com slash honeymoon m-e-e-t oh right it's not meat fabric (laughs) that's why they want you to spell it out honey i love your meat fabric fabric.com slash honeymoon now for my favorite part of any ad that we do for this podcast i'm going to read the terms and conditions Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Why do we call Elizabeth in New York City? Oh, yeah. Where did Jack live? Ontario? Jeff, his name Jeff? is Jeff. Is that why he was so sweet? Well, we don't know if it was Ontario, California or Ontario, Canada. Ooh. He did vaguely have a Canada vibe. Canada vibe. Must for have been sure. that. Yeah. Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Now, Elizabeth. We see your radiator behind you. That's a real New York radiator. Very New York. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Landlords are scum kind are of a thing, right? Are you in your kitchen, bathroom, I actually like my room? landlord. Oh, I like it. Hey, uh, are we allowed to t- say your last name? You don't. You can my say last no. Name? You can say no. No. Okay. What's her last name? I, we can't say. But Why? How do you even know listen, her last name? I, I can't say because the bit I was going to do based upon it, it's just it would give away what the last name is. And so therefore... Oh, you saw I'm, it on her screen. I'm not going to be able to say that we're talking to Elizabeth Rockefeller, ladies and gentlemen. And why she has that small of a radiator being from that kind of money is difficult to understand. Elizabeth, how are you? And how can we help you? I'm good. It's really nice to meet you guys. Uh, you too. Nice to meet you. Even though exciting. you rebuffed my uh, advances on uh, uh, destroying your anonymity and making fun of your last name, I'm still going to say it's I'm nice sorry. to meet you. I feel like I could predict what the joke would be. <laughs> no, it's just, it, is no, that it's really like, your last I, name? What? My name, but... Uh, no, no. Now now the mystery is too much for our listeners. we got to move on from this topic because they're going to be true. like, what you're is right, that you're last... You're right, you're right, you're right. Anyway, what is up, Miss Knowles? <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm coming in with a bit of a question. I So this is my like bit of vulnerable context background. It's that I come from a really conservative Christian background. And because of that, they're weird about sex. I'm 31, still a virgin. I didn't really want to end up here, but this is where I've landed. Um, and I definitely like don't anymore in my life hold to like us, you know, no sex before marriage ethic at all, but I'm still trying to figure out where I land in the zone. So recently I've been dating a lot, which has been fun and also fine. And I, but I met someone I really liked, uh, kind of hit it off immediately. And on our third date, he invited me back to his place. And I was kind of like, let's set some expectations. Um, I'm figuring it out, but I kind of don't really want to sleep with you unless there's some kind of like commitment uh, and he basically was like, that's not my vibe. I've had open relationships in the past. Exclusivity is like not something I'm looking for. So we had a super respectful conversation about it. Um, we sort of were like disappointed. We didn't align more, um, but sort of agreed to be friends. And at the end of that night, he was like, just so you know, as you figure things out, if you ever change my mind, you can always let me know leaving the door open if you're interested in casual. So ever since then, uh, I've been heavily considering it, mostly because I just don't... Pop that cherry. (laughs) Now, Natasha, if I said, if I were to say something like that to our (laughs) esteemed guest here, I would be labeled a piglet. This is the perfect guy because he like, she likes him. 
he's probably good in bed and he's not going to even care. Probably if you tell him you're a virgin, you could tell him after. Does he know, by the way? Yeah. No. Okay. So I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I mean, that was basically my question was, should I just go for it? Should I keep holding out? Wait for something a little more secure? I mean, I just, I don't know part of me thinks like, okay, this guy has already told you who he is. He's going to be playing, playing the field. You are 31 year old virgin. Next year, you could be a 32 year old virgin. Next year after that, you could be a 33. I'm not saying that's bad. And I've definitely known women in your position and it kind of happens. And By the, which we mean no position. No, you have not done any of the, the positions. years. The years just kind of start to accumulate. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. next thing you know, yeah. you can. Oh, be, I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like you have this guy. He's cute. You like him. Yeah, you might get some feelings for him, but maybe there's a way to frame it so you're kind of using him too. And also, because he's told you this is casual, you don't really owe him any explanation. Like, this is like a perfect place in my mind for you to practice sex based, you know, if if it's cool and if you like it and if he's respectful and, you know, treats you well. But I, I don't know. I mean... What are you going to do? Wait for a guy you super, super, super like. And then you got to tell him that you're I mean, I just feel like there's a there's a way to get this like weight off your shoulders. I don't know. Am I wrong, Moshe? I have some thoughts. I have a lot. I've thought about this specific situation a lot. Your specific situation, because I've been tracking you for a while. (laughs) Um, No, but I had I've had a number of friends in my life who uh, were like in your position, which is to say that they were virgins a little bit longer than is societally uh, expected, right? And what both. I noticed about those men pe- or women, I think actually, oh, actually both, yeah, both. And what I noticed about those people, and I wonder if this is true for you, is that the person that you're going to or going to not sleep with is one category of decision but then the actual losing of the virginity becomes this other thing which is almost looms over the ability and and casts this fog on the ability to have a regular romantic life because you're like i've got this secret and i've got to lose it i've got to or not lose it i'm going to be a virgin and no one feels good enough or something or like no situation feels enough it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger because you're an adult and you're a grown woman and now it's like now it's this monolith that you carry with you onto every date which is this like uh, you know lumbering kind of like you, you almost feel like it's flashing above you when you're on a date and like just virgin yes. here virgin here so 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 separating those things out right like i mean i'm i would never want to pressure you or or advise you to do something that would violate your ethical code because if you're if your mm-hmm. ethical code is telling you no i want to only be with someone who with whom i have a, a r- emotional connection then i say you know, listen to that and try to get a hold of like lessening the anxiety around, you know, being because I guarantee, right, Elizabeth, you're also thinking, will I be any good at it? Will I be awful at it? Will I be uh, like a child when, you know, I mean, there's got to be so much stuff. And so, so I think my first instinct is what Natasha is saying. Oh, here you go. You got this opportunity for this like, you know, feminist fuck boy in Williamsburg who's like, yeah, I'll just like, I'll get, get, I'll be, you can use him the way he's using you. You want casual? I want to get this weird neon sign that I feel like I carry in my psyche out of my life. So yeah. the next person I meet, yeah. I won't be the virgin. I'll be just me and I'll be able to interact with that person on a more oxygenated level because it is a lot for a guy to take in maybe you know like but i also think this fuck boy might like it he might think it's hot you know and i don't know that you tell him before but you could tell him after and you're not betraying anything because and also you have a perfect excuse it's not that no one would fuck you it's that you you wouldn't fuck no one you were raised in a kind of over the top way and it just sort of happened you know and Everyone knows that there's like a Christian right situation happening. I mean, and- the truth is, you know how many people in the first of all, you fucked up when you stopped being Christian because those are the only people in America that get to have like the special virginity law situation. Mm-hmm. You, you know what percentage of, of people that lose their virginity in a more kind of like classic teenage dating way are like wow that was really special it's like zero it's like no one's enjoyed it (laughs) no one nobody was like wow i fucking nailed it on that one like every i mean it's just so i think and you're attracted to him which is nice because you know sometimes that 
doesn't always happen. Totally. I have a question for you. Do you think you would be <laughs> capable of enjoying yourself with this person, having a good time physically? Or would you be so like, eh, okay, is it over? Is it over? Like, do you think you'd be capable of, of finding a way to give, to make it be pleasurable? Cause that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's a really good question. And one that I think about a lot because I would like to think, yes, I think I, the advantage of being a little bit older, even if I am still virgin, is I'm I feel more like integrated with of my body. I'm able to be a little more present. Um, the sort of like risk of just having a totally dissociative experience is much less, right? Which is good. But I think that's part of the fear of sort of engaging, especially with someone who is just like, you know, hot in the sex zone, where it's it's his bread and butter is is the fear of like, well, what if something I'm not expecting happens? Uh-huh. Is what if we? What if I think it'll be great? What if I think I can feel free and mm-hmm. experience the pleasure, and then in the moment, that's not what happens, and I panic or something happens. But it, that's it, sort of the fear of like, then if it's casual, he doesn't owe me anything either, so he doesn't necessarily have to care for my feelings in those moments. I think if that happens, so I it's have a risk. I have a thought about what you're saying specifically. Again, this is easy for me to say. Uh, because I haven't experienced what you've experienced. But this guy says he's poly. Is that right? Or is he just like kind of a slut player guy? Which would your vibe on Just him? kind of a slut, I would say. Because I almost think that, that the middle ground between... Um, I'm not advising you one way or the other because I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> but the yeah. middle ground between uh, don't do it and do it and don't tell him and just hope that you kind of like, it'll all be okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You think tell him first? There is the a world in which you call him and say, you know, I thought about a lot about your offer and I'm actually down, but I want you to know I've not done that before. And so I would need you to be gentle with me and 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 understanding if I if I have he might by the way bail. That might scare him. It might scare yeah. him and I think that's okay. For that, sure. That's has why it, has it scared any men in the past? Um well, because I've only ever dated Christian men, it was kind of a non-topic. Right. I see. But that's so a, I think that's what's also new. I'm actually suggesting it. And again, you could also tell him you're only 24. <laughs> tell him you're 14. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I honestly think that the, the odds of him being scared off are actually, that's actually, you could look at that as a negative. It could be a, very much a positive. If he gets scared off, he wasn't the right one to what do he it. Guaranteed yeah. wasn't going to be the guy that was going to stop and hold you if you got uncomfortable or I think he's going to be into it. He might be into it. He might be like, oh, wow, what an opportunity. That sounds great. Or he might go, oh, that's too much. To be honest with you, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have. I And it wasn't because I wasn't didn't think I'd be able to. You want to hear how pathetic I am? I didn't want to live in someone's memory for the rest of their life. I, I didn't want. Uh, virgin oh. scared me because I didn't want to like be the. Per- I'll remember the person who I lost my virginity to for the rest of my life, and I always thought that was like a scary idea that I would like loom in their mind for <laughs> forever. Does, but does he know? Mm-hmm. D- does he know that your parents are super conservative and that you grew up that way? No, we he haven't really, really listened about that listen to you when he, you talk. I know there's somebody out there that may, almost sounds better because he almost a little bit sounds maybe like not the not the coolest. But but what if he's into it? I just think... And here's the thing that, that she said that I like, or maybe you said this, Mosh. If you phrase it to him in a way like, you know, it would actually really help me because then when I finally meet the guy that I want to be with, you know, you I, I could use you a little... Like, it's like you're using him. You know, that kind of language, that kind of attitude towards it might feel right. Yeah. I think if you decide to do this, I more and more my gut is telling me that if you decide to do this, the idea of you like putting a knife between your teeth and just like going in like you're a soldier, like, okay, fuck it. We'll see what happens in the bedroom is a bad move. You're setting yourself up to freak out. And if you go right. in and you say, hey, just so you know, I've never done that before, but I, 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 I'm just what Natasha's saying. I think it would be you'd be a great person to help me figure this stuff out if you feel like you could be patient with me and get, then you're just you're you're either a giving yourself some a parachute for when you go in for if you do freak out he already knows why and you mm-hmm. don't need to feel like i'm a freak there's something wrong with me or b another insurance policy if he bail, bails out then you go phew good thing because he would have probably been like why are you being like this you're by the way you're not going to be i just know 
you're 31 years old, you're intelligent, you're not going to be, you're not going to like be, it's not going to be that awkward. It's going to be weird, but it's not going to be like, you're just like, well, what do I do with my leg? Like, it's not, you know, I I, I just feel like. Do you masturbate to porn? To porn? Why do you add the caveat? Oh, I don't know. I do masturbate not to porn. I'm just, maybe she could. Try some watch well, watching some porn. I don't know. Masturbate with porn a little bit. What what would that do? It's a great idea, Natasha. Always something I always like to hear. But what what would that do? <laughs> it would just like I mean, what does she think is gonna happen? Like when I was when I lost my virginity, that I had never seen porn. I don't know. It's just like well, I'm sure. Just get you loose. Get you. You know. Uh, have. I don't know. I mean, it's like. I think if you do what Moshe says, it would be interesting to invite him over. And then it's like, if it starts, say, listen, I'm down to do what you said. And he's like, mm-hmm. are you sure? Are you sure you say, yeah. And like, also, if you don't want to tell him, you don't have to. That's and true. if you do want to tell him, you can't. Like, instead of making a big deal out of it, calling him, making him make, and then finally scheduling a time. I think you schedule the time, have him come over. And if you feel like telling him and it feels right, tell him. But like, again, he's telling you i want to owe you nothing right so you can owe him nothing and if you feel like saying it because you feel like he might be rough with you or something you know but i mean that is a possibility that the way that guy fucks is that he fucks at a at a level of a he's a plus eight fuck you know and and Mm -hmm. you're you're looking for a, a two you know, you're looking for a slow two and he's like a fast eight, you know? And so I yeah. don't know. There's something tells me if you decide to do this. Yeah. That, you that, tell that, him. That, yeah. You don't want some he's guy. He's going to get such a boner for you when you tell him that. You don't want Trust some me. guy throwing you around, trying moves he learned in like, you know, deep gagger porn. You know, you want somebody that's going to be like, okay, we'll just, you know, be here and we'll make out for what you want it to be like gentle. I would assume, you know, but yeah. also you've got choices and don't do it. I mean, I, I'm tempted to say do it just to do it, to get it off your fucking list. But also, if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it just because you think it's weird that you're a virgin. Like, do it because you're like, I want to have sex with someone. I, I think. That's my feeling. Yeah. And also, like, I do think energetically, because it's on your mind, it is like a weight in a way, the virginity. So it would be nice to get rid of it. Can, can- and getting rid of it is very easy. That is very true. You know, and I think that you have an opportunity. You could try to set the set the tone for it to happen. I mean, he obviously likes you. He's like, hey, listen, I'm willing to come over and let's see. Like if if it becomes hard to schedule it, then yeah. But if you're like, hey, come over, see what he does. Can I ask you, Mm -hmm. like, I know we weren't supposed to tell you your last name, but so this question might be um, really uncomfortable for you. Can I ask you like a kind of a, I don't know, uncomfortable sexual question? Sure. Would you feel comfortable? You masturbate. Would you feel comfortable doing that with him there? Masturbate? Yeah. Never thought about it. Okay. Let me just say why I'm saying that before we. Moshe's trying to get something ready for his masturbation session. Yeah, I'm just getting really horny right now about this whole situation. So no, actually, (laughs) there's a there's a method to my madness. What I'm concerned with, I don't know why I'm concerned with it because I, you know, but I am. I'm concerned with you having a, a pleasurable time, not just having a, a duty yeah. that you've fulfilled because like, you know, you're setting yourself up. If you decide to do this, you're setting yourself up for your sexuality. Not that it's that, it's gigantic because you can always reset. Uh-oh, <laughs> our, our child just came in. If you could get yourself into a state where you guys have become sexual and you've become um in the mood before the actual event occurs then the the most unbelievable thing could happen which is that you both are no longer a virgin and you had you found a way to have a good time like i just am worried that you're going to think of it like okay my duty's coming okay the duty's here okay the duty's done it's like who wants that you know you're 31 you you know women are supposed to have like people are supposed to have sexual pleasure as well as just like notching a thing so i don't know there, there's something yeah. about that like going like hey this is what i am here's how i want to do it i want to do this with you we'll do a little bit of the honey you think this you, is ridiculous this is like burning man shit she's yeah like a virgin. she might need burning man shit no she's just trying to get i, I think this is good advice I, I think that here's here's what i would suggest don't let go of your power 
like just because he like he's the fuck boy he doesn't want commitment it's like okay well you're you're taking this that's why i like this guy you're taking it into your own hands you know mm-hmm. you know it's not going to be a relationship it's it's not you know may i mean maybe there's like a small 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 chance he gets so hyped up about it but it's not that and you know you <laughs> have funny, honey how funny would that be though if she was like, well, the thing is, I'm a virgin. He's like, oh, I will totally commit to you 100%. I'm done. <laughs> no, but I mean, just like not handing over your, your power. So, you have a lot of power. And like you, you, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of becoming open to maybe giving, g- giving him some of this. But I, I do think that like just really holding still to that and like having your center and like if it doesn't feel right, then don't do it and say, I'm sorry, you know, I guess I was wrong. Or if it does feel right doing it, maybe telling him, maybe not. And, you know, and if it, if it scares him away, then you've got your answer and he was definitely not the person. But just like, mm-hmm. I just I just want you to keep thinking about your power the whole time that this happens. I think yeah. that's so wise and and i think that it's possible you think about this like you don't have any power because you're this like person who hasn't done this and he's got the power because mm-hmm. he's the experienced guy but natasha's right you're both adult human beings he's had one experience you haven't and you're going to try to have or not have this experience together well, i'll i'll amend my um my suggestion because maybe i was giving a, 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 a ap calculus uh suggestion where i should have been doing a pre-algebra suggestion I would say get go through a long period of making out and finding a way to become aroused. That's all I'm saying is try find a way to find pleasure in it too. She is aroused. She she wants all to fuck I'm him. saying is what this virgin cloud. It could be that you just go, okay, get it over with. Don't don't do it like that. Like try to like make him do things to you that you like. Do things to him that you like. Like let let the let the experience be long and good and not just like I got to get to the main event because then I won't be this anymore. That's what I'm saying. And and I guess the other bit of advice is maybe don't tell him you're a virgin during the act. <laughs> that is definitely true. I'm just saying like cuz if it was like you were yeah. going to tell him and then you didn't maybe wait till after you know and also if you bleed and you didn't tell him maybe just say you're on your period oh no just i think honestly what do you think what would do you want to tell him do you think you would if you did i yeah so i have been thinking about this a lot and i think i agree with you moshe it just feels because it helps me put in between from just like staying a virgin forever or just like ripping off gritting my teeth it does feel to me like a happy medium and does give him the opportunity to bail, which I would like to know ahead of time. I think, I think I even not that I have to owe him to consider his feelings, but if I were him and I slept with someone who afterwards told me they were virgin and that would have been a deal breaker for me, I think I would feel a little bit like, Oh, you tricked me. You think it's a deal I, breaker. It's not a deal. breaker. Whatever. I'm, I'm liking yeah. what you're saying though. I, what you're saying is right, which is that you, you giving your, you just, the person who wouldn't do it if they knew it, isn't the person you want to right. do it with that that's the wrong yeah. guy can you we, want can we at least agree that she should invite him over and have the conversation i like in person? that i like that because i think on the phone it's just a little too you know let it be in the moment because you're kind i mean no offense but you're using him yeah and he's using you and hopefully yeah. it's as clean and safe as possible and maybe it'll lead to more times and maybe it'll be a fun thing and maybe you're going to get your orgasm on and oh it's gonna and, be awesome and here's something you might not Sit notice on his face and do a bunch of different stuff whatever you decide to do is not a big deal one way or the other i just feel like this like uh virginity becomes so big it becomes like a spiritual state of being it's like you are a virgin it's like no you're not you're elizabeth who has done fifty thousand yeah. things and now you want to try fifty thousand and one. yeah i think that's hard that's i think that's true and also very hard to hold on to but of course. I'm I'm taking what you're saying, Natasha, too, about holding the power because this is like, especially coming from such a strict background that essentially took my power when it came to exploring my sexuality. It's hard to figure out how to hold on to it now. So I'm I'm t- I'm taking that in that I'm not like just because I'm the less experienced one doesn't mean I'm a less powerful one. And think of like your life now in terms of your sexuality. It's like your sexual journey is now beginning. Your sexual awakening is like about to begin. 
So this is exciting for you and this is, and you're ready and you want it and you're like, you don't believe the way that you were taught to like that you're going to go to hell or whatever they taught you. And so now it's like you're open for this new beginning and that, that should be a really exciting place. And 31 is not old. You look like you're 16. Yes. And also, um, and also I can promise you this when you're 51 and you've you know, been married and divorced four times, which I can see is going to happen to you. You're going to, you're not going to look back and go like that day. Nobody looks back at their virginity with anything more than a, yeah, that was awkward. I mean, I promise you or, uh, or, you know, yeah, that was fun. Or, you know, I promise you that if you, um, if you do this under your own terms and you decide to do this under your own terms, that in 20 years you'll look back and it will have like, uh, it'll be a P in your, uh, in your experience. You just go, yeah, well, that was the first time I did it. But then I figured all this other cool stuff out. And like what you were saying about having your, uh, your sexual agency robbed from you to me, that's the biggest issue with, uh, the, the, some of the sexual repression of, of extreme religiosity is that it's not just that it promotes purity, but it pathologizes sex so that people don't know how to enjoy it. And it's supposed, to be enjoyable it's supposed to be pleasurable but i haven't met anyone who enjoyed their first time i literally right. started right. crying because i thought my mom would be mad at me and then i thought the guy had his pinky finger in me but it was his penis <laughs> well, but wait that is very funny and that quarterback i finally feel that i've alphaed him <laughs> but the here's the great advantage of being 31 the reason almost no one one of the reasons almost no one enjoys their first time is usually in, in, in you're so young that you're so uncomfortable in your own skin that you don't even know, you can't even stop to think like, I'm going to have a good time or a bad time. You're just like, uh, I'm just a stupid kid that's like trying to get this over with. But you're an adult. And so you have the power of like a big intellect and a mind that goes, oh, I'm supposed to have fun. I'm supposed to have agency. I'm supposed to be in control. I'm supposed to have power. Like you can decide to make this as pleasurable as it, as it, as it is capable of being for you. And, and that's a, an advantage. And take advantage of this little fuck boy and ask him what he likes. Ask him what he wants you to do. I mean, you can always, guys like that. So you can like, if you feel like inexperienced, you, you know, all he wants is for you to do what he likes. So ask him, say, you know, in if you're in the act and you don't know what to do, be like, does this feel good? Do you want me to grab here? You know, show me. As corny. It, that's And that doesn't make you seem like a virgin. That's just what guys like. Yeah. And as, I, that's totally true. Guys do definitely like a person saying, what do you want? I will do it. As corny, though, to give yourself some security, insurance, as corny as the idea of a safe word is, it might not be a bad idea for you, if you're having this conversation, to establish, hey, I'd like to give you a signal if we move past my comfort area. If yeah. you're if you're going too hard or too fast or you want me to do something that I just don't know that I'm ready to do, here's something, you know, whatever it is, whatever, you know, you might say Second uh, Corinthians, just kidding. You wouldn't want to say that, but something, you just say some, something so that you can like that have a time. That sounds pretty stupid to me. You think a little, I don't think so. What it, it seems so possible that a guy that's like a casual sex New York guy could go pat could without even knowing it go past your comfort zone and be in his like pleasure zone and you're like now you're in the middle of doing How about something you just say stop yeah you could do that too but say i think safe words aren't a terrible idea in this situation oh what if i just say you know, we just establish something if it were going too fast or if i just want to stop what if you just decide i don't want to do this in the middle it'd be nice to have that those parameters set up and so you can you can ensure yourself the most comfortable and pleasurable time that you can have. And don't forget when you're phrasing it to him, like I've talked about what you said. I realize, you know, you're open and, you know, I really do want a relationship, but I actually am a virgin. And uh, I know that sounds weird. I come from a very religious background, but I was wondering, you know, so I don't feel awkward when I meet the man I am going to be with. Would you want to? So then it's like taking a little bit of the Oof. pressure off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. re-listen to what Natasha just said 10 times before you call this guy <laughs> if you decide to do because that was like yeah. perfect you know it's like there's it's sexy it's powerful and it's all about you and what and your pleasure and I love I, I think that Natasha nailed it all right well good luck I know it's hard you're gonna do it keep in touch you'll be Thank pregnant you in so a year much. no god forbid <laughs> <laughs> no you should get on birth control yeah 
Uh, okay, oh. I, I I sense a sexual awakening in your future. That's what's so cool. It's like now you're now you get to go into your sexual uh, infancy as an adult. So you can go, man, what do I want to try next? Now, what I would do, I would even add in like, and I met some guys that I'm into, but you know, I'm like. I, I want to like Just lie. practice. Having sex. I met a lot of guys that are way hotter than you, and I don't want to waste my virginity on on them. So, yeah, something like that. But that's that. the attitude. That's what you want to be thinking yeah. in your head. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Good luck. Thank you for trusting thank us. Thank you so much, guys. With a vulnerable uh, conversation, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. You're awesome. Goodbye. You too. Bye. Moshe's feeling himself. He wants to go into therapy now. Well, no. I just for, actually for some. I feel strongly about that. And I'll tell you why. I should have told her this, but I felt like I was talking too much. But I feel strongly about no. it because I felt strongly about it and I feel strongly about it because my mom, what she gave me growing up was the opposite of what she got. It was like the too much sex positivity. And I was always embarrassed and I was always like, please, mom, stop talking to me about sex and all that stuff. But now that I'm a grown up, I realize I don't have any almost, no, I don't think I have really any sexual hang-ups i don't have any like oh i feel dirty i've never felt dirty well that's not quite true but i've almost never felt dirty about anything sexual i've never felt guilty about masturbating or any of that i just didn't get that and i feel like it's a gift that my mom gave me you know a sexual gift it is in a way she allowed me a playing field with sexuality where i didn't have to have it like ruled by some sort of bizarre external force of like uh finger wagging and nobody wants that or finger banging I got finger banging, not finger wagging. All right. Well, listen, if you have a secret, give us a call. 213-222-8608. Or if you need advice, maybe you're a virgin, send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Yeah. And you can be a part of our Patreon. Just go to Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon and join our community where you can meet like-minded virgins to pop each other's cherries too. Also, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe Natasha, to our channel. Farewell, and I love you. Farewell. I love you too.